I think you, we need to hold each other to a schedule. Yeah, I think, like, this is perfect for me, like a Sunday morning type thing. Yeah. But, obviously, you know, I know your job doesn't really allow all the time for that, so. Yeah, let's see what we can we yeah. figure out. You know? Or I could, you know, whatever. We'll figure it out. Sure. I think when, when like, you really want to do it, you do it. Yeah, think, yeah Even yeah. if we just said we're going to do this once a month. Yeah. I think we should be able to commit to that once a month. I think so. You know, if we just said every third Sunday, this is what we're going to do. And that's what we would do. I like it. Third yeah. Sunday? Whatever. You know, I'm just yeah, saying that because this one, is the man. third Sunday of this month. That's the only reason I'm saying that. I yeah. think that's good. Yeah. 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 I think you just made a schedule. Yeah. You're the boss, man. Every third Sunday. That could be like, that could be, I don't know. This is not for children. It is not for children. So I would advise you to usher your children out of the room. Do not play this on uh, like speaker in the middle of a public area, you know. Outside of the preschool. Surrounded by sensitive types. Mm-hmm. You know. People that may not like jokes. Have no sense of humor. No sense of humor. Are bitter. But also, small children. People who are non-orgasmic. Non-orgasmic. People. <sighs> so this is kind of... Um, this is going to be like a our, our most somber episode of Every Third Sunday. Nah. But it's also going to be a uh, new beginning. New beginnings. It's like uh, that song by, I love that song by Chicago, Beginnings. Yeah? Yeah, one of my favorites. If I had like a, a, like a soundboard, we should play that right now. It would be nice. I'm fucking low budget though, bud. Yeah, and I, I don't want to pay uh, the guys in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to give them their like dollar or two dollars? Yeah. You ever see that movie Clear History with no. uh, Larry David? No. There's a there's like a subplot in that movie where his ex girlfriend, uh, it like takes place in the Hamptons, and uh, Chicago had come there and played a concert like 20 years ago in the timeline or whatever, and his ex girlfriend apparently blew two of the members of Chicago, <laughs> and uh, some other girl, Michael Keaton's cousin or sister or some shit, blew the other guys in Chicago at that concert or whatever. So it's like a subplot in the movie that, you know, she blew Chicago. <laughs> And then, uh, but it's, dude, it's such a funny fucking movie. And Chicago is in the movie at the end. Really? And he, like, gets past security to talk to him. He's like, hey, like, 20 years ago, did, uh, you know, do you remember this woman here? And did, did she happen to blow you guys? And all the guys in Chicago are standing around and are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember her. She blew you. She blew me. <laughs> it's so good, man. It's a really funny fucking movie. I'll have to check that one out. I mean, out. if you like, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah. it's like a, like a two-hour episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I would love to see that. It's really good. Really funny. Yeah. Funny, funny movie. Really enjoy it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll check it out. What's it called? Clear History. Clear History. Yeah. I'll fun, check fun that movie. Out. Interesting. So, anyway, yeah. this is. So, for the first time in the history of every third Sunday, yeah. we might actually be recording on schedule. Mm, really? Possibly. I don't think so. I don't know when the last time, but. This was, like, every third Sunday, the idea was that we were just going to fucking... Um, now it's the fourth Sunday. Whatever. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Like, in the beginning, it was, we're going to do this once a month, every third Sunday. And it turned into, what are you doing this week? You coming over? And we did it, like, almost every week yeah. for 14 weeks, it seemed like. Maybe not maybe not exactly, but... So that being said, that's a great segue into, into explaining that... Um, we are horrible at keeping a schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we like doing this more than once a month. Exactly. Yeah. And I kind of look at like every third Sunday, it was like the sketchbook phase of our podcast relationship kind of thing. Like we kind of put everything out there and let people listen to us kind of work out the kinks of doing a podcast. Yeah. And um, so like you kind of got to experience us developing in real time and like... 
obviously like some episodes are better than others and you know but it's like a sketchbook you know some of the pages look good some of them are dog shit some of them you want to crinkle up and throw away and some of them you want to keep and you want to expand on it and uh like i think like we took a little bit of time away from it and kind of gave ourselves a little time to think on it and understand what worked and what didn't work and we're going to kind of like move forward with a new idea for the podcast and um we're going to like continue down a certain path of what we thought was the best part of our show well i think that it was um there's a lot of things that you and i like talking about we love food and i don't think that we're done with that but i think i think the problem with every third sunday uh not that it's a problem but it's for marketing purposes for people to like explain what our show was about right there's no format yeah. you know one week we're talking about food the next week we're talking about childhood memories of pornography and one week we talk about fitness yeah so sometimes we would just come down here and like go shoot the shit shoot the shit and it would get dark it would get funny it was and they were long they were yeah. long episodes like a lot of them were long and uh you know so I really think that uh, so so anyway this is this is all leading up to the great explanation of uh, we are forty year old guys we have families we're you know developed in our careers but we're nerds we still have our guilty pleasures and our hobbies that we love doing special interests yeah. yeah and I think that that's um, what we want to gear the show towards right is like what is it that you do like the world sees you as john the guy that works at the trucking company and does that but what is what is behind that what is john really you know now i mean i'm i'm a fucking extreme extrovert so everybody knows what i do but uh but that's not i think it's more important two two things here we love talking to people which we want to do more of so we want to bring people on the show that have their special interest. Yeah. And kind of get into the delve into it with them, and uh, like that's kind of what it's going to be from here on out. It's going to be um, two guys kind of delving into the things that make them tick and the things that they're interested in, and we're going to kind of bring in other people to talk about what it is that you know makes them who they are. Yeah. So the 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 new title for the show is going to be Renaissance Manchild. Yeah. Which is basically going to cover a lot of ground as far as, you know, uh, the various things that me and Chris are into. So this is going to be the last episode under the Every Third Sunday banner. Well, and the thing is, is if you've already subscribed to the show, um, you don't have to change anything. It's yeah. going to continue to show up on your feed. It's just we're going to change the just going to change the title. The we're going to change the little bit of format, the logo, and then and then, you know, even the social media content. We're going to change everything over. It'll still be available. You can still go back and see older episodes and go, oh, okay. Yeah. But from here on forward, it's now branded as the Renaissance Manchild. There you go. Show go. stuff. Yep audible content we think yeah <laughs> another work in progress but this is this is kind of set in concrete of what it's going to be from here on out and i think it's good because now at least there's a way to brand this and explain that uh yeah you know that this is what we're doing on our show i think it's important you know? for people to realize too like the goal of the show is not to get people riled up we're not trying to get you so into your opinions that you're yeah. angry one way or supportive another way. We're not trying to gain bias for or against any kind of point of views. I mean, like, that's the world that we live in. Yeah. Like, if you want to hear that bullshit, go over to Yard Bertuna. He's a yeah. jerk off. <laughs> I mean, if you want to hear that bullshit, you can go to Target right now and fucking, <laughs> you, you know, it's just, it, it, I don't want to be taking a stance one way or another on anything. To the point that it stresses anybody out. Like, the the idea of this is to entertain people. And, you know, we want you to be driving to work and, you know, enjoy the first half an hour on your way to work. And then you go to your job and you do the thing that you hate. And then you get in your car and you put it back on and you enjoy it some more. So, it's like, the idea is to kind of take people out of the, the fucking the misery or the, the doldrum of daily life and, 
kind of be entertained by, you know, what we think is interesting or what you think is interesting. And, you know, we're going to really geek out. Like, it's going to be a fucking total nerd fest. Yeah. You know, week in and week out. It's going to be a good time. You know, we'll still say funny shit. I'm sure, you know, Chris will still curse. So... (laughs) I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna fucking bullshit and sit here and say that I'm gonna try not to. That's nah. a. That's a lie. I don't want you to. Try. Yeah, we're not gonna but, change who we are. We're just gonna change the format a little bit. But I do think uh, that it's important to say because it's it's such a our world or, or our civilization right now is still extremely divided in the sense that no matter what you seem to like. Everybody has a way of, like, twisting it so that you're not on my team or whatever the story might be. And it's like, we don't want to be a part of that, no, you know? No, not at all. Okay. We're back. Um, yeah. So, everybody's, um, everybody's still trying to find a way to, like, be offended, you right. know? And, and we're really... So, so really, we don't want to be a part of that. And in, in my eyes, when you and I are brainstorming about the, uh, the way to change the show, is I think it's better to focus on what we enjoy and just try to appreciate it. If somebody comes down here and talks to us about something that neither one of us does, right. it's okay. We can listen to the guy and hear him out, and this is what makes you unique. Right. And it's good. It's, it's good. It's okay. It's for anybody. I don't care if a trans person comes down here and wants to explain to me that they knit you know their own clothing i just want to talk to you about knitting clothing i'll fucking hear you out man i want to hear it i want to hear what what it is that you do and why do you love it so much i'm not judging you i don't i don't care you know my coffee tastes the same you know (laughs) that's kind of and like you know not to get too far into it but like it almost feels like um it's kind of becomes such a part of everything it it it's like bothersome ain't it yeah it's like can't i just enjoy this without any fucking right or left spin or any like i just i just want to enjoy what i enjoy i don't want to argue no more. yeah i don't want to argue with people i'm done done with that shit like it's and and dude i was in the post office the other day with my daughter (laughs) shipping something out and um me and my daughter were talking about uh, Superman's son. There was like a story where Superman's son was bisexual or something like that. Yeah. And my daughter was like, did you know that, Dad? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. And uh, and she was like, do you care? I'm like, why would I care? Like, no, I don't care, but here's what I do care about. I think that it, it's almost like, isn't Superman interesting enough? Yeah. Isn't the idea of Superman having a son intre- interesting enough without having to kind of um, include this angle where, and I don't care who's bisexual. I'm not against that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm against is I feel like the comic book company is profiting off of this idea. And that's where I get the, that's what bothers me about it. So I'm there and I'm explaining this to my daughter. It's like when you go into like... um, a fucking store like uh like michael's or something and there's like a fucking like uh a thermos or something that has like uh, a rainbow that says pride right yeah 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 so yeah that's great buy it if that's what you support and you know all that shit but realize that there's some douchebag that doesn't give a fuck about your pride making money off of you right now yeah that's my problem with it sure is the you're exploiting people for something that makes them feel like an individual yeah and that's my biggest issue with it i'm trying to explain this to my daughter like i don't have a problem with any fucking walk of life that makes somebody happy i want people to be happy and comfortable in their own skin sure that's what i want for everyone but people don't i don't think um but there was a woman there who uh fucking chimed in (laughs) Here we go. And she's like, well, don't you think maybe they're trying to promote, uh, you know, being tolerant of people? And I'm like, lady, shut the fuck up. I'm thinking in my head, like, don't chime in while I'm talking to my daughter about something. Like, 
I don't need you to counterpoint what I just said. I don't like the idea of somebody profiting off of somebody's ideals or, you know, walk of life. I just don't like that. Yeah. That's all I'm saying to my daughter. Yeah, yeah. It's not about not... I'm telling my daughter to be tolerant. Yeah. Nobody said I wasn't saying yeah. that. Yeah, but that's the way... And you know where I was? Sure. You know where I was? What township do you think I was in? Swarthmore. Oh, I was at the Swarthmore Fucking post Fucking Swarthmore. Office. I'm not even going to say the C word, but this woman was... You know, I'm thinking it. She really was. It See really, you next Tuesday. It really irked the balls off of me that this woman fucking chimed in well she and knows better than you she's a she's a school teacher apparently or whatever and i believe yeah, that i yeah. believe that she she knows better than you she's smarter uh, than you yeah i'm a You're jerk off i'm a jerk a off white trash piece of shit from the you know probably from like some scumbag slum neighborhood yeah right you know you would never know anything about minorities or yeah tolerance or yeah. being a kind person all right you know? You don't know. You're not, you don't live in Swarthmore. You don't know. <laughs> we have a sign on our front lawn that says, hate has no home here. You didn't see it? Yeah, right. Take a better look, bud. You know, go, you know what, lady <laughs> fucking school te- teacher that wants to promote tolerance? Go live, in, uh, go live in, in fucking Grace Ferry, where I grew up, next to the gay guy. Yeah. And uh, with all the different racial backgrounds and all sure. the different... Uh, economic backgrounds of everybody on the street and, you know, the middle of the street was the Section 8. So I know how to coexist with different people. Sure. Okay? Sure. Don't fucking tell me. I'm telling you, I don't like the exchange of money that comes with exploiting people. Yeah. That's all I fucking said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's too large a concept for somebody to understand. And therefore, there's a problem in our society, I believe, with this idea of... Um, uh, the lesser of two evils. Right. I hate when people say to me, it's the lesser of two. Well, we know that they're being exploited, but it's creating an awareness. No, dude, it's right. fucking ridiculous. Listen, you know? my son is gay. I have yeah. a gay son. Yeah, dude. Don't fucking chime in and say shit. Yeah. You don't know. Because at the end of the day, you know what the reality is? And, and like, my wife and I talk about these things is like, it wouldn't be such a hot topic if you would kind of just let it settle. Right. But you don't let it fucking settle. Yeah. We were watching this show that's on uh, Apple TV, which is a great show. It's called uh, Ted Lasso. It's about this guy from Kansas or wherever, Oklahoma, who was a, a football coach. He was a big, big guy in like college football and somehow gets hired by this soccer team over in England to be the head coach over there now. So it's like a duck out of water kind of story. Like, uh, like culture shock kind of thing. Yeah, it's cool because it's like uh, Ted Lasso, the main character, is like this. He doesn't curse. He's always charming and polite and has some kind of witty little story or thing to say. It's a feel-good, great fucking show. Right. And it's so far for the last three or four seasons been non-political. Mm-hmm. It's been like okay, we're just going to talk about this story and the characters and the development of the characters. And then the other day I'm watching it, and of course it's going to make me sound like a homophobe or something or or whatever, but it's not that. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with, dude, I went to film school and I am an amateur writer. And to me, the content of the story is the most important part. yeah. If you tell me a story and it sounds hokey or false or bullshit or detached from reality, then then I don't I don't buy it. I don't want to I don't want to watch it no more. So in this one episode, there's a character who's gay, he's kind of in the closet and and I get all of that. And I'm like, "Okay, you're going to tell this little this arc of this story." So the way they bring it out is the main character, or not the main character, uh, the captain of the fucking team is like this very bravado Spanish guy. Very tough, barks, yells a lot. Kind of like me, only Spanish Like an version. alpha male. Yeah, very yeah. alpha male-ish. And um, he sees the guy's phone, and they're friends. He sees the guy's phone and instantly walks away and kind of is like shunning him. So then the whole episode, they're spinning it like the dude doesn't like him because he's gay now but they were best friends up until like 
you know, up until that moment. So they now were like, he's like exhibiting some kind of like homophobia. Yeah. Right. So that's the way they play it off. But in this feel good kind of environment, they end up turning it at the end where he was, he was just mad that he didn't tell him. And, and it's like, dude, that is the corniest yeah. fucking story twist. Yeah. You know, like, it's I don't okay buy if he that was at all. uncomfortable and had to work through it. That would have been a better story. Dude, it would have been so much better if you yeah. sat the fuck down and explained it and talked it out. I would rather see... I was thinking about this the other day. Because it seems to me, um, in in Hollywood and storytelling, they're, they don't seem to know how to um, adapt to explaining straight white males, because we're the bad guys... <laughs> But uh, they don't know how to adapt showing us existing in the same world as gay people. Right. When so, really, like, I don't give a fuck. Well, and that's like... <laughs> it, and, and like, they don't know how... Like, so to me, I thought about writing this story of what if you had like this mechanic who had a gay brother that went off and lived in New York for a long time, but then the gay brother came home to this small town, Pennsylvania, wherever... And then, like, what if you wrote this story about these two guys reconnecting and trying to understand each other? Right. Because that's more accurate. It's more entertaining, too. I think it'd be entertaining, but I also think that you have to have these honest fucking questions. Maybe they weren't even brothers. Maybe they were just friends. See, I think... And, like, having those questions of, like, well, you're gay. I mean, are you fucking checking me out right now? Right. And, like, then the gay guy could explain, no, dude, I don't... I mean, do you look at every fucking woman that walks down the street? You know, and, and have these honest... The problem is, is nobody's fucking talking. Yeah. You're just too busy fucking hating but each other. But what I don't like about it is the way they've written the show... Yeah. ...is like, they're telling you, this is how you yeah. should feel. Yeah, This is yeah, how yeah. you should approach those feelings. Yeah. And that's not reality. Yeah. That's not, that's not even... It's not entertaining, first of all. Yeah. Like... I'm watching this show to be entertained. You better give me something to fucking chew on. Well, and that's the part where it, like, dude, it literally disgusted me. And yeah. I'm sure that somebody out there is going to misunderstand what I'm saying. Oh, of course. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. going to be like, oh, we can't stand seeing fucking gay guys. It's not dude, that... I've watched yeah. Brokeback Mountain. It's a great fucking story. Right. I mean, there's some scenes in there that I think are like, ah. Well, I mean, that was... Dude, that's like, borderline for, pornography, man. Yeah, for the you time, know? it was like... Dude, I remember when I was a kid. In the 80s. I was a little kid in the 80s. And, like, that was, like, the height of, like, like the AIDS epidemic and stuff yeah. like that. So, like, it was so foreign to me as a child yeah. when I saw two men kissing, you know? And I was like, whoa! Those, yeah. those two dudes just, like, the idea... Their fucking beards touched! So, like, <laughs> just think about how far the world has come in that respect. Sure. Like, now you see two dudes kissing on TV shows and you don't think anything of it. Yeah. That, to me is progress positive progress yeah. right so but this whole idea of like you can't approach your emotions about something and work them out and come to like a rational conclusion without somebody telling you this is how you should feel yeah that's what bothers me about it more than anything else yeah well you got a lot of preachers out there i don't care you know just you know live your life the way you want to live it yeah, but that's... As long that's, as you're not hurting somebody else. That's the part of, of our culture, which is the most fucked up part, is like, if you're not doing what I'm doing, yeah. you are the fucking bad guy, yeah. you know? And it's on both camps. Right. Both camps, both left and right, far left and far right. Yep. You're like fucking lunatics, yeah. you know? But I mean, you know, we've explained this a lot on this show. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're it, beating this motherfucker yeah. to death. So, you know, this is kind of like the kind of conversation we, we're going to try to get away from a little bit. Yeah. Because, like, obviously this is something that if somebody were to listen to it going into, like, work or something, they might get riled up. Yeah. Like, I'm never listening to Chris again. I'm never, I don't want, <laughs> I don't care what John does at the fucking post office, the motherfucker. <laughs> but that that's kind of the, oh, man. Well... Farewell to yeah. these conversations. Farewell every third. And and day. honestly, I'll tell you this though. I mean, who knows? Because we we are free spirits and we talk openly. Yeah. And who knows? We may end up touching on on conversations. But at the end of the day, I think the point is is we want to stick to a theme from here on out. And we're open minded, man. At the end right. of the day, we're open minded. And I think that the problem is is we're allowed to have opinions. 
Right. We're allowed to have a fucking opinion. I mean, it's, dude, it's not even your God-given right. It's just human nature. Yeah. You know? The fucking, my dog sometimes doesn't like certain people. Sorry, dude. That's just. That's life. How do you change that? You yeah. know? The fucking squirrel only goes after the nuts. I don't know. I don't yeah. know why, you know? But, um, I don't know, man. Dude, I think, um, I think we're funneling ourselves down to like something beautiful you know i think it'll be fun you know? yeah and i think like um i think i would rather just do something that doesn't promote like um white supremacy no <laughs> and that's the thing it's like why the fuck do i gotta explain everything away like that's the case that's totally not it i'm just saying we should have nazi flags and oh, fucking man. nra posters and <laughs> You know, uh, yeah. You know, white nationalism. You know, I don't know. It's fucking stupid. They're fucking jerk offs. Yeah, but I mean, fucking like, idiots. this woman seems so like offended that I had said this to yeah. my daughter. Yeah. Like I was poisoning her brain. Yeah. When really, I'm trying to explain to you. Yeah. There's a guy at Warner Brothers Entertainment. Yep. Who doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, man. About it's just your, a fucking... Anybody's sexual orientation, all they want to do is sell comic books. Yep. And make money. Yeah. Like they, like every uh, year, uh, Marvel and DC does this thing now, like a Pride Month thing. Yeah. And I remember, like, I'm a, I'm a huge comic book nerd, but um, I was in the comic really? shop. We never oh, knew I love that. It. I love it. We didn't know that. And uh, so I'm in the comic book shop, and this dude comes in, and he says, uh, uh, can I subscribe to every title? this month so that I can get all of the pride covers. So you figure, I think DC publishes 52 titles a month. Really? I don't know how many Marvel does, but, um, so imagine 52, you know how much a comic book costs right now? No. Upwards of $5 an issue. Really? When we were kids, I think like, it's a dollar something. Well, for me, it was 75 cents when I started reading like an 88. And then, um, and then, like, I think by the time I was, like, done really, like, buying comics regularly, it was, like, two ninety nine. Yeah. You know? But now it's, like, upwards of $5. So what's 52 times 5? 2500 or $250. $250. So one guy who has, um, obviously he was a homosexual dude. Sure. And he wanted every, every cover that month. Yeah. You know? What, what does that tell you? Like, what yeah. does that tell you? Like, dude, you can still be... That guy is gay. You can still be the gay guy who <laughs> likes comics. You don't have to buy every fucking title that you obviously don't fucking read. Yeah. You don't read every title. Yeah. It's a collectability thing. Yeah. And they're fucking preying on your ideals, dude. Yeah. That's all it is. You could... Look, I could be... You know, you could be a gay guy and still love Batman. Yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah, don't... Yeah. Like... You don't have to buy every fucking title, you know? I mean, isn't that the problem with our, our country, though, and, like, the idea that, like... So, I've been thinking lately. This is me really abstract thinking. Um, the problem with being an individual as opposed to a part of a group, you know? Yeah. And in our country right now, I think you and I are trying to focus on the individuals. Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, it's okay if you are a member of the gay community, but what do you do as an individual? Right. That's what I'm interested because I, like, in. That's, that's what makes you you. That's you natural know? for people to acclimate to tribes. You know what sure. I mean? Like, that's that's totally natural. But that doesn't it doesn't define everything that you are. I hope not. It doesn't. Some people lately have been like letting that overrun their fucking they yeah. are. and that's not I like, know people that walk around with their little NRA fucking hoodies on and like you know like they got like three percenter fucking stickers and their little Punisher stickers yeah. on the back of their cars and, and you're like dude is that your only fucking means of an right. identity like what is it that you do right what do you do like besides Cleaning your fucking Glock 19. Yeah. What the fuck do you do? Is I that mean, your only hobby? That's all life. Because that sounds life fucking is dull. How you experience the world. Like, this can't be the only thing you give a fuck about. Yeah. It I mean, do be. you secretly love Celine Dion? Because, dude, let me fucking... I want to know. Yeah. I want to know that. Yeah, that's okay. Let's talk about Celine Dion, dude, if maybe. you love it. You know? You know? Isn't that what makes life fascinating, though? Dude, if we had a white supremacist that was like, I want to come on your show and I want to talk about what I like. 
And he's like, but secretly, I love... I build dollhouses. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I love dollhouses, and I, I, listen much... to, I listen to Japanese classical music. I would be like, sit down, bud. Yeah, right. Let's fucking hear that story, yeah. you know? I don't want to hear about your white supremacist shit. Yeah, Tell me about your fuck fucking dollhouses. Yeah. Right. Dude, it's so crazy to me. Uh, on a similar note to that, I'm sitting on a job site, and this has happened to me before. Uh, I'm sitting on a job site the other day, and I noticed this dude's got 88 tattooed on the back of his fucking neck. Yeah, that's a oh, white supremacist thing. Yeah, H-H. Heil Hitler. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And I'm like, yeah, boy, here we go. And he's like super nice. Super nice guy. I'm sitting there talking. He's covered in tattoos. He's got iron crosses all over him. Right. I'm like, okay, this is a live one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> here we go you know this ain't gonna be and I literally I'm standing on this fucking barge with him waiting for this crane to be ready and I have like a Wu-Tang Clan t-shirt on and uh-huh. I'm like yep we clearly do not belong to the same group you know right. like pretty sure when you guys are putting your hoods on you ain't jamming out the fucking you know Triumph by Wu-Tang Clan so like yeah. <laughs> anyway I end up sitting there talking to him and uh, somebody called, and my fucking, I pull my phone out. My kids are on the fucking front, like, uh, yeah, yeah, image yeah, yeah, of my yeah, yeah, yeah. phone. And he's like, oh, is that your kids? And I'm like, and I mean, dude, it's typical. It's typical of me to, like, judge somebody. I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm, I'm eyeballing you up. And, and I'm like, uh, yeah, these are my kids, you know. And he's like, oh, man, they're cute. They're, you know, you got beautiful kids. And I'm like, you know, dude, that's the moral of the story is like you're sitting here judging this dude. You don't know. He might have changed his fucking life. Maybe he's life, not into it at all anymore. You know, but yeah. I was like surprised and like, you know, like, I don't know. It's just the everything's changing, man. And I yeah. think that like. Look, I, I think, think as human beings, you know, you have the right to change your fucking mind. Yeah. Just because you felt one way 10 years ago. Yeah. Doesn't mean that's how you feel today. Yeah. That's what. That's what being a person is. Like, to be human is to error. You know what I mean? And, like, you can't fucking just be like, oh, you're done. I'm done with this guy forever because of something he did 10 I mean, years that's ago. also the problem with cancel culture. When you of course really it think is. About it, yeah, you know? it's, it's bullshit, dude. It's like. Dude, prior to Elon Musk buying Twitter, they were going through and finding people that wrote shit like tw- 10 fucking years ago right. or it longer. Was 10 years ago. Dude, I couldn't go through my Facebook feed. From 10 years ago and now find something that I don't agree with that I said. I used to laugh. I'm like, dude, you do realize that every one of the 90s hip-hop artists called somebody a fag at least 14 times in a song. Yeah. You know, like every song, 14 or 15 times. Homophobia was huge in the hip-hop culture. Right. I mean, look, like you Eddie Murphy cancel... used to, like, you know, get on stage and yeah. do, like, a gay dialect and all that stuff. Like, that yeah. would be, if, you know, if somebody got up and did that now, that would be very offensive. But back then, people laughed at it. It was just, yeah. you know, like... You not can't... saying it's right or wrong. Yeah, just not saying, saying it's right or wrong. Like, you right have to look at But the look, times. does that make fucking Eddie Murphy any less funny? Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I, I mean, think you know, Michael Jackson used to fuck children. You right. Know? People <laughs> still love his music. <laughs> yeah. I'll never understand that. I mean, we've Holy talked about that before. Shit, man. Dude, this is like the... Uh, this is. You said you wanted to end it on a fucking... We're fucking weeding you out today. Dude, you said we're you weeding want... everybody out. Everybody, we're <laughs> weeding you we out. Who else can we talk about today? You know? yep. Fucking black people, man. <laughs> Dude. I'm just kidding, baby. I'm just kidding. I love you. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's like, look, if you're going to stick around with this show after this, you're fucking tried and true because, uh, because <laughs> I think we've covered a lot of fucking ground today. Who else is left? Who, Goddamn what Mexicans. Other, what other group of cunts can cunts. we fucking destroy today? No. Well, and, and that's the whole point of this is like, um, we don't care who you are. We don't care what you are. We don't care about these fucking uh, extreme right, yeah, extreme left. You're a douchebag. Let me interrupt you one second, because this will tie in. So, speaking as individuals, but how being a member of a group kind of fucks you up. Let me tell you a story. So, uh, we drove past one of the comic book shops in the area here. Did I tell you about the Spider-Man? Did I tell you something? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You were... Uh, Did we the, talk about that? Yeah, on the, on I think it was in Chichester, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we the drove little in, shop in Chichester. Cool so, little shop. 
it is a cool little shop. So I'm standing out front, and uh, I happen to have like this T-shirt on of Johnny Five saying "No disassemble," which is uh, like a um, it's like a clever way of saying um, "No, uh, don't tread on me." It's like right. a it's like a a lot of right hard right people are using this slogan, and it's really not supposed to be for the right or the left. It's about you know. Maintaining it's about, your integrity? Well, maintaining your integrity, and it's about, uh, like, as Americans, like, you, you can't take our rights away, you right. know? But the, for some reason, the right rallies and uses it. So anyway, this guy sees the T-shirt, and he's oh, I love this T-shirt. And uh, I'm standing there with my kids, who are obviously a lot darker than I am, right. you know? And uh, <laughs> so he's like, where'd you get that T-shirt at? And I'm like telling him, and... And I'm trying not to go into a political conversation. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I, I'm not really like a, uh, I don't belong to the traditional political groups. I'm, I'm, I, I kind of do my own thing. And he's like, he's got like this shit-eating grin on his face. He's like, oh, really? And he's digging it in his pocket. And I'm thinking like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm like a libertarian. So like I do like my own thing. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, you know. So he pulls out a fucking business card that says Proud Boys. And I'm like... Oh, really? That's wow. interesting. So I start fucking laughing. And, dude, I do what I do, which is I'm a jerk, cool. yeah. I'm a jerk off. Yeah. So I instantly laugh in his face, and I'm like, yeah, well, I don't know if you noticed, bud, but I'm a little more open-minded than that, you know? And, like, fucking kind of start walking away. I right. tuck his card in my pocket, and I'm like, and he's like, no, 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 it's not, it's not like that. It's not like, you know, like, the only thing we're really against is, like, closed borders. And he's, like, trying to argue his point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, I don't. <laughs> I'm in a comic book shop so that my kids can see Spider-Man. I don't want to have this fucking talk right now. Yeah, right. Like, this is not the time. My kid is over the moon about fucking Spider-Man, and yeah. you want to have a political debate. It happens you know? a lot in comic book shops. Dude, so I didn't... I was just like, yep, all right, see you, bud. I'm like, yeah. I'm fucking just beelining it for Spider-Man. My, you know? The shop I go to, I go uh, to Comic Universe over here in Folsom. Yeah. And uh, it used to be owned by this guy, Frank, who was the sweetest guy on the fucking planet. He was like a really nice guy. But Frank eventually retired and sold the business to uh, my to a friend of mine now. He's become a good friend of mine, John. And John is a Marine. Okay. And he has a lot of... Um, like conservative views, but sure. he's an open-minded guy. Yeah, he's like centric in his in his thinking. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, which is like you can argue things from this side, you can argue things from this side, but if you're not listening to each other and meeting somewhere in the middle, sure, you're not learning anything. Right. So he's, I love John, man. John is my guy. That's my boy, and uh, you know I'm glad that he he uh, took the shop over and. Uh, Actually, John's who got me in at the gym, too. He was my referral at the gym. Nice. He's the one that showed me the gym, all that stuff. I, I remember he told me about it on a Saturday. I said I was going to go up there on Sunday morning. I was eating breakfast. I was like, hey, man, I want to check that gym out sometime this week. And he's like, dude, I'll be there in 10 minutes. You yeah. Know, like, he knew it was what I needed. Yeah, So yeah. like, And he came up there in 10 minutes on his day off and fucking showed me the place. And, and I've been going there ever since. So, it, like, John's John's my guy. But um, happens a lot in that shop, man. You'll be standing there and... Some fucking idiot will come in and fucking start arguing their point from one side, and then another idiot fucking chimes in, and they start arguing from the other side, and it's like, dude, like, what the fuck, man? Because you know what happens? Groups. You are arguing from the group yeah. perspective. But you're, you're arguing missing, from inside, man. But you're not, you're missing the point that you're both standing in a fucking comic book shop. Yep. And you both have... You both love comics. You both love comics as individuals. Yep. But you're not fucking looking at that. Nah. You know? For you're you so know, concerned yeah. with this fucking group bullshit herd mentality that you're not going... You can't oh, enjoy dude, life. you fucking love... You love oh, you Spawn look, comics yeah. from the 90s? I have Me a whole too. fucking collection of these you know? stupid things and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, you're not fucking having that conversation, which yeah. you should. You should be embracing that. So the reality is, is... That's what we want to do with the show. Yeah. You know? I don't give a fuck about your goddamn group mentality. Yeah. You know, that's cool. You got to fucking... I want to fucking... talk to you as an individual. Yeah. I want know? to know what the fuck makes you tick outside of that bullshit. Yeah. You know? Somebody out there is profiteering. Yeah. Off of your, you know, your ideal yeah. uh, view of the world. 
And it's both sides, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, you you walk down the street and you, uh, I you know, like, I'll say this on the other side. On the far left is, like, my daughter loves fucking unicorns and rainbows. And, and she's just a little girl that likes fucking unicorns and rainbows. But, like, when somebody says to me, oh, that's so great that you're being inclusive with her. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? It's not she's a, just a little girl that likes fucking everything needs to have pretty some kind colors, of fucking symbolism. You know? It doesn't. Yeah. Right. So, dude... What am I supposed to do? Like, like dress up my son like a little fucking neo-Nazi? What are you? Like, are you retarded? Are you supposed to like shy your children away from a fucking naturally occurring rainbow now? <laughs> like, hey, look, look, son, there's a rainbow. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's gay, dad. <laughs> you know. What are you, gay, dad? Dad. It's it's a fucking rainbow. It's that's wonderful. That's for the gays. We don't do that, yeah. dad. But that's We're... all. Like, that's that's ingrained in people's fucking psyche now. Like, of Symbols, course little man. girls like fucking unicorns. Dude, of course they do. Dude, it's, you know... What the fuck is a unicorn a symbol Even if of? my fucking son liked unicorns, No, I gotta I know, because I don't know this. Like, what's the, what's the symbolism in a unicorn? Is it a gay thing? Well, I guess some people in the gay community, like, think that it's, uh... I it's don't know. a fantastical creature. It doesn't, you It's know, a horse with a fucking horn on its head. <laughs> Come on, man. It's a narwhale that walks on land. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when I was a kid, we went to a Barnum and Bailey Circus in Philadelphia. Yeah, and they had uh, a unicorn. The unicorn. It was like a fucking sheep that yeah. had like a fucking horn on its head or some shit. And I think like a, they got some bullshit about it because like I think it was like animal cruelty it or some deformed. shit. I don't know how the fuck. They, they no, I don't even think it was naturally the... occurring. I think they did something oh. to to the fucking sheep to put this horn on its head or something. And it, it was like. But I remember all they did was fucking take it out and wheel it around the fucking floor and then take it off the fucking stage and get on with the circus. They you found know? it over there next to Chernobyl. Yeah. Like, Here you go. I don't think it was naturally occurring. It, I think they did something to this fucking... I don't even know what kind of animal it was. I want to say it was a sheep. Yeah. But it wasn't a fucking horse. You know? <laughs> At least I don't think it was. I'm fucking four years old. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I don't know. It's a... You know, just imagine... I only ever my... went to the circus once, I think, as a kid. And I didn't like it. Really? No, nah, I didn't like it. Yeah. And you know what I did like? I liked the fucking, the ball, the fucking giant cage. That they rode the dirt That they bike rode in? the dirt bikes in. I thought that was fucking cool as shit. But, you know, <laughs> fucking elephant coming out. Yeah. Yeah. I give a fuck. Whatever. Fuck <laughs> them elephants. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, the tightrope walker was kind of, a, like, when you're four, you're like, holy fucking shit, that's crazy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty, yeah, pretty wild shit, you know? Yeah. But, I don't know. Never did a circus since, before or since. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we want to talk to people that have guilty pleasures or um, their favorite hobby. What do they do when they're not at a clan rally? Or Look, down? if you're a Klansman that likes blowing dudes, come down here and talk to us about blowing dudes. Or you know? a tranny that lives in, in the neighborhood that, like, secretly loves like going to monster truck yeah. shows like dude it's cool man <laughs> it's cool you're a fucking gay guy in philly that likes likes that bigfoot likes, likes guns and bigfoot i mean is bigfoot still a thing sometimes yeah you know, when, no i don't i mean i haven't like remember when i were fucking kids you'd like see like commercials and we like bigfoot well it was popular in like the 90s like harry and the hendersons well and like fucking... no i'm talking about bigfoot the fucking truck oh yeah remember the, is that still a truck dude he's like the king of big trucks man still well, he's always going still to be. a big blue fucking truck. him and gravedigger is like well i remember gravedigger origin- like became like the next generation of bigfoot yeah. but i didn't know if bigfoot was still a thing I think that there's always going to be, like, those uh, original trucks. It's like yeah. Optimus Prime and, like, yeah. you know, like, love Bumblebee. Prime. Like, do you know that that's the originals? Yeah. You know? Like, they, you can have newer guys, but... But to me, like, as a kid, it was like, so many things were ingrained in me. It was like yeah. Mr. T, Hulk Hogan, Bigfoot, fucking yeah. Optimus Prime, like, yeah. He-Man... I mean, that's probably when I started really getting into trucks and cars and, like... I just mean culturally in the 80s. I love the Gravedigger. I was... I like, don't even know what Gravedigger looked like. I, was, I remember uh, Bigfoot. It was, like, a Chevy panel truck, I think. Yeah? Or maybe it was a Plymouth. I don't really know. You ever I, see the movie Quick Change with Bill Murray and Randy Quaid and Gina Davis where they're, like, bank robbers? Yeah. It's a really yeah, good yeah. movie. Fucking funny as shit. And in the beginning of the movie, uh, he has, like, a list of demands... Yeah. And he's dressed in the clown suit and the fucking <laughs> and the fucking chief of police is on the phone with him and he's like, and you see a fucking monster truck 
pull up. It was like one of his domains. And fucking, he's like, we got your monster truck. <laughs> Dude, I just associate monster trucks with the 80s. Yeah. I love it, you know. Yeah, I, I went mean, to monster trucks one time in my life. My son loved it. Yeah. Yeah. We we do, nowadays it's pretty, it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. I think as a culture, we took anything from the 80s and 90s and just made it so absurd right. that it's like, it's like fucking ridiculous. So they're taking monster trucks now and they're launching them hundreds of fucking feet in the air yeah and doing like backflips with them and like they're doing like it's fucking insanity you know dude even like so i grew up riding dirt bikes and to watch a dirt bike race you would be like oh my god these guys are doing these giant jumps yeah and all they're doing is like letting go the handlebars or they're fucking kicking their feet off the back but now they're doing like triple backflips and front flips and like these big crazy twists and flips and like I Some wish. of them are flipping their bodies while oh, the bike wow. flies through the air. They're flipping their body upside down and landing back on the bike. How many times did it take you to perfect that? Well, they have these giant foam pits and these like air bladder yeah. things that they land you on. You stay safe. Yeah, so they, they practice a million times. Yeah, these guys, muscle memory eventually kicks in and it, you do it impeccably. Well, dude, when you have a multi-million dollar uh, budget, like, like Travis P- Pastrana, you know, mm-hmm. like... The Nitro Circus guy. You know, like, dude, when you can just go and buy a giant, you know, 100 or 200 acre farm and build your own yeah, anything and like... Anything you know, is all possible. Right. You know what I mean? Like, dude, yeah. it's not, you know, like when in the 90s watching skateboarders do insane tricks. Right. But then you watch like the bloopers reel when the oh, guy yeah. got fucking wrecked and trying fucking to do it. Posting themselves on rails, but was like they're breaking balls their and, shoulders yeah. and breaking their fucking that, arms and that, legs. Remember that video? But that band's uh, uns- what was it? Fucking the song was called Scrape. I think it was called. Oh. It's, it's the whole video is just fucking skate injuries. It's yeah. insane. It's, dude, it's bad. Yeah. I mean, in the nineties, it was there was no like practice handrail with fucking foam all around uh-huh. it so like well in case you fall you won't fucking die it's trial and error dude back then like you we would go to love park in the 90s and like there were many many people walking around with like casts and shit on their arms because like <laughs> they got fucked up yeah. you know guy has a fucking major head injury because he like hit his fucking head on the railing or Oof. you know nutted himself like the nut yeah man dude they Fuck would that you know seriously you know what like, i wish perm- i was alive permanent for? damage to experience in real time evil can evil yeah like he was before my time yeah yeah could you yeah. imagine like being like dude old enough to understand what he was doing like be like a 12 year old yeah and like have evil can evil out there big, what a dude. pioneer dude so he's the beginning yeah man. when you really think about extreme how sports, did that guy put his pants on his balls were so <laughs> big you know he just sat him in a wheelbarrow behind that him. motherfucker was the shit the shit <laughs> Dude, imagine being evil Knievel. Yeah. I bet you that dude couldn't walk into Kmart without getting his dick licked. You know what I mean? Like, he was just a bad motherfucker, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude. What a bad motherfucker evil Knievel Do you know how many times he's... How many bones he's broken in his lifetime? Every one of them, probably. All of them. them. Over and over again? Yeah. Dude, when I see him, like, fucking... Like, going across the Grand Canyon or some shit... On a fucking dirt bike. Yeah. You know? That's crazy. Well, crazy. nowadays, guys are like, oh, yeah, Evil Knievel did this, but uh, we did it like four times as far. And you're like, dude, what the It fuck? doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter what... Look, yeah. fucking, you know, just because somebody fucking picked up a guitar and played a fucking riff, you ain't Jimi Hendrix, motherfucker. You know, like, he did it first. So that's the problem with our society. And, and, and I, I think that that's the problem with, like, social media. It's like TikToks and all this stuff. Everything is so extreme. Yeah. That unless you're willing to do something so fucking ridiculous. Like, I build my cars. And I do shit that in this neighborhood, people are like, oh, my God, that's fucking yeah. wild. But on the this. internet, it's old hat. In the internet, they're like, dude, yeah, you're a fucking peon. All you yeah. did was put a motor in a car. You're, <laughs> you're a peon. You're a fucking nobody, dude. Nobody gives a shit about you. You know? They're like, oh, you did a you did a smoky burnout? Oh, that's cool. In Delco, they're like, oh, my God, he went yeah. up to Interborough High School and did a bunch of donuts, you know? Holy shit, did you see? 
<laughs> you know, like people are like fucking amazed. Yeah, you're like a but, local hero here, but yeah. in the fucking world of the online. Yeah, online. They're like, yeah. well, you should take your car and jump it off the top of one of them buildings in Philadelphia <laughs> and land on one of the bridges, like yeah. fast and the fucking furious. And then if you can do that and still survive, you should drive to the coast and try and skip it across the ocean over to England. <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah. where's the appreciation? for the craft dude you know people don't give a shit no more they don't you know they don't just dude i was watching a a video the other day and like this is really nerdy but like i got a little sentimental about it Uh and i think it's like it went viral and a lot of people felt the same way this guy's like a comedy guy i think he's a comedian but like he recorded an album okay where but one of the songs on the album he made a video for it was called uh hogan slammed andre the giant (laughs) right and basically it, what what makes it so sentimental is like the guy said, this is a song about a time in my life when um, when you know Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the Giant like brought me this unfettered fucking joy. Yeah. That everything was right in the world. The good guy won, and like uh, nothing was more exhilarating than getting behind that. Yeah. And then, you know, as a, as a man, as a fucking, like, you can look back on that and just smile at it. Yeah. Because nothing else, like, your life is so fucking, like, muddled now yeah. with bullshit that it's, like, it's hard to find any joy in anything. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, So yeah. it was, like, I thought it was a really cool video. They made the video with um, the old uh, big rubber wrestlers from the 80s, the ones that you could fucking wing across the room and kill somebody with. Yeah. So, like, the whole video is that, and then, like... You know, the guy's singing a song about the match. Like, yeah. But it's done in such a way that it's like, it has credibility. You know what I mean? I think originally he meant for it maybe to be funny. Yeah. But the way it took off, like, people are like, dude, I feel the same fucking way. You know what I mean? Like, You'll have to send me the link. Yeah, yeah it, it went viral. It went viral and, like, you know, he's getting a lot of recognition for it now. I don't know who the, the comedian is. I think he's on, um... Fuck, he's on something popular. Uh, what the fuck is that show? The League? You ever watch The League? No, I know. I I've, think he's I've heard on the that. Name. I think the guy is on that. Yeah. And he recorded like an album. I think the 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 band or the album name or whatever is called Wolfie's Just Fine or some shit like that. Okay. And he does like I don't know. I this is the only song I've heard off of it. And I think it's like the second single off of the, um, off of the fucking album or whatever. But like. When I saw it, I was like, oh, man. Because I had all those big rubber wrestlers when I was a kid. You know, like my cousin Lib fucking bought me my first three when I was six. I'm like, dad fucking hated wrestling. <laughs> so he like fucking, uh, he fucking stashed them away in the basement <laughs> to never be seen again until I fucking realized what wrestling was when I was like eight or nine years old. And then I was like, oh, I got to collect these fucking things. And, you know, I became like a fucking wrestling nerd. And uh, my dad hated it. He fucking hated it. Like he would, you know, he would tell me all the time, that shit is fake. It's fixed. It's phony. But, like, I was a little fucking Thanks, kid. Dad. Well, I said to him, that was my argument. I was like, you know what? It's fake Marvel Comics. DC Comics. You didn't have a problem buying all that shit. Yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He-Man was fucking fake. Yeah. You know? It's a TV show. Give me a break. Give me a yeah. break. Let me watch these fucking guys oil up and fucking wrestle each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dad, I just enjoy <laughs> watching giant muscular men slide That's it. That's all it is, Dad. over top of each other. What okay? is the problem, Dad? I don't understand. I don't understand. You see the fucking muscle tone in Ricky Steamboat? What the fuck? Give me a break. He's just, dude, he's just laying on him, Dad. He's but just... we actually, me and my dad ended up having so much fucking fun going to the Spectrum and watching wrestling and shit like that. Yeah. Like, dude, we saw, um, oh, what the fuck? We saw the, the, I don't know if you know who the Legion of Doom was. The no. Road Warriors. Uh, dude, we saw them in person, and I fucking, like, damn near shit my pants. <laughs> they were so fucking cool looking. And then uh, we saw uh, Sensational Sherry. You know who Sensational Sherry was? No. She was, like, the manager of, like, the Macho Man, but, like, she was the bad girl manager. Like, okay. the, the bad guy character. Like, before that, Macho Man had Elizabeth, who was this prim and proper, like, submissive fucking, like... Uh, damsel in distress kind of character and Macho Man was a fucking asshole piece of shit kind of guy who was with this wonderful woman and it was like such a like contrast in characters that like it was so entertaining but then you know when Elizabeth was out of the picture and they brought Sherry in Sherry was like this fucking loud mouth trashy fucking bitchy like (laughs) fucking will punch the guys in their fucking faces like a real badass bitch 
And on TV, they like would describe her as like scary Sherry. Yeah. She was fucking sexy as fuck though. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. me and my dad seen her in person, and my dad was like, "That Sherry's really good looking," you know. And I was like, "Dude." I was like 12, so like I'm like, like the pinnacle. I got a boner, like, Dad. I was like, Dad, I got me, you know, like I gotta go to the bathroom. Bro. I'm pointing at nah. the stars, yeah, Dad. Dude, she was so fucking fine in person, like so fine, so sexy. But uh, it was cool, man. Like we had so much fun doing that shit. But yeah, check that video out. Check out the fucking Hogan slammed Andre video. It's I really, dig it. It's fucking fun. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, man. We're, we're we've getting... offended enough people. We've offended enough people. Uh, we've, uh, excluded, I think everybody, everybody we've tried, we've gotten I tried, everyone, we've you know? covered a lot of ground. Yeah. We've weeded out all the non hackers. I just want you to know if you're a Trump supporter, fuck you. You're a cunt. If you're a Democrat, fuck you. Fuck you too. You're a cunt. If you're from Swarthmore, fuck you. Oh, most definitely. Fuck you. Yeah. If you're white, fuck, fuck you. you. If you're black, fuck you too. Not all yous, but but there's a there's some of yous. No, no, fuck it, man. Fuck, fuck you, all man. All yous. Nah. The entire group. <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just. It's all a joke. It's all a joke. It's all a joke. We're not gonna have I'm any just, listeners. Dude, when they the new they show fucking hate back. me right now, dude. My yeah. my in laws are listening to this and they're like, Chris, that's what are it. you doing? You are no longer fucking invited. You know? Yeah. You're not coming. You're not coming with no us. No more mac and cheese for you, Chris. Dude, you have no idea. I know you how told me about that. that. Her, uh, her sister makes the craziest dude, mac and cheese. It is. You think to yourself, dude, it's fucking cheese and macaroni noodles. It's not. Nope. It's baked. It's Don't got shit that. in there. It's got spices. It's mm-hmm. got everything. It has. It has an essence. All it's in of it. the earth. Yeah. It is. It is godly. Really. The Lord came down and touched. This, this mac fucking and mac and cheese. Is that good? It's that fucking good, man. Dude, it's so It's like when miss. you talk about your chicken parm, you know? Yeah. And and so in our uh, future endeavors, I do think that we should occasionally Delve maybe into food. Yeah, talk maybe. about food because there are people that love cooking, you know? You could be a white supremacist that loves a good chicken parm, you know? Yeah. Like you could be, you know, a gay guy that really enjoys a steak, you know? Listen, it's, it's okay. all we're saying is it's really not fuck you to everybody. It's yeah, not. It's not. What it is is let's find a common thread. I love it, man. Between individuals. Yeah. That's all it is. That's what the show is. Common thread. It's actually more we want you to tolerate people. Yeah. That's really what we want. We want you to tolerate people. We want you to be able to fucking laugh at each other in a uh what's the what's the best way to describe it? Like in a wholesome way. In a wholesome know. way. Yeah, exactly. Man. You know, Don you Rickles can... made a whole fucking career out of fucking shitting on people and laughing at them. The beauty of our, our culture is that we are diverse. Right. At the end of the day, uh, you know, saying get rid of this Embrace group of people it. or get rid of that group of people, this place would not be this place without all of all us. The, yeah. You if know? it wasn't the melting pot that it is, we wouldn't yeah. have got where we are. So. You know. So be gay, man. Be gay. Be black. Be anything. Be. You want to go around and fucking hate people because you don't like the yeah. that they butt fuck each other or they're a little darker than you. You ain't in the room when they're coming. What the fuck do you care, dude? Yeah. You know Please. you secretly watch that porn. You know you secretly watch that fucking porn. I'm just saying, if you check yeah. my history, dude, that's why you're there'd angry. be some weird shit in there. All you're right? angry because you're <laughs> fucking. You like it. There's a part of your soul that's like, I just want to taste it. <laughs> Why can't it be me? What the fuck, man? Because my daddy said I shouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. Fucking daddy kicked you in the dick one time and it <laughs> hurt your feelings. Put your dick away, boy. <laughs> but daddy, I just want to taste a black man's penis. <laughs> it's uh, You ever oh, see American sh- Beauty? I still to this day die laughing uh, when I hear about the story of the... Uh, the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan yeah, got caught yeah, with, with the with black the, tranny. The tranny yeah. Dude, there's a part of my soul. Is tranny like a bad word now? Like I it, don't know. I try. Listen, man. If the, if it offended somebody, I'm sorry. But like, I don't know. Like, I don't is know, it, man. Right. A trans person. The a black trans person. It's like when you give somebody a nickname. Yeah. It's no good. 
Yeah. Like saying yeah. the word tranny is no good. Is it? It's I don't know. I get, listen, I don't know what's list? safe anymore. Is that on the list? And I don't know. I, I don't used know. to walk around saying the N-word, but I'm not allowed to say it no more. Eh, I, I My mother-in-law got real mad at me. Sure. No, I'm just kidding. Sure. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dude, I, gotta, I work with a guy at work, and he just gets a kick out of saying it all the time. He's a black dude. Yeah. And he just incorporates it in his comedy <laughs> in a way that it's just so, like, it's so Kind of like how Dave Chappelle, with a hard R or with the A-word? No, with a hard R. Oh, yeah. But he, I mean, he does it in such a way, like, he does such good, like, he has such great delivery, this guy. I don't even think he realizes how funny he is. Yeah. But he does it in a way to, like, shock everybody else in the room. <laughs> and he's like, it's so fucking priceless. It's a Dave Chappelle moment, you know? He's not, but the thing is, he's not as fucking clever as, like, a Chappelle. No? He's just so bare bones funny. Yeah. This dude is the funniest dude I know. Yeah. And it's not because, like, he's, you know, saying the word that everybody doesn't want to say. It's no, just, it's all about the delivery. It's his delivery. If you say it in the right moment. It's his delivery. You know? And he has a way of doing it that's just... And he's always saying that he's, like, banging somebody's daughter. Or like, if you see my car in the driveway, you keep driving around the block. You know, it's because I'm... <laughs> like, he's just, he's just so fucking, like... He's out of control. Dude, this is... So, when I started Yardbird Tuna... He's uproariously funny. I love it. He's so funny. But it's... it's Obviously, he likes talking shit. Oh, he's awesome Because what he it. just said is, like, you, dude, if you see me at your daughter's fucking apartment yeah. building, which to <laughs> me is great. Yeah. I miss the shit talking. Oh. I encourage it. I used to have this buddy at the shipyard, Darnell. Listen, he was the only one. He was the only one that I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay, let me be careful because <laughs> he will verbally beat me the fuck up, man. Right. Like, he'll fucking hurt my soul. Yeah, you know? I mean, this dude doesn't really set out to do that. He just had, it's almost like he's created this gimmick for himself. Yeah. That says, like, I'm this over the top character that does this, 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 and this. And it's just such a bright spot. And you're like, you go in the work, you're like, at 11 in the morning, I'm like, man, I do not want to go to fuck the work today. <laughs> I don't. And then once you're there, like, you're getting the groove of doing it, but you don't love doing it. Sure. And then this motherfucker comes in and he's just fucking saying all this crazy shit and it's like oh thank god he came in here for 10 minutes because i just left my ass off i think that there's people out there i like to believe that i'm one of them guys i say inappropriate shit at moments when i definitely should not and uh i think it's i think it's a part of who i am as a as a uh you know a being on this planet is I, i dude if i if I see that you're not in a good mood or something, I instantly want to cheer you right. up, you know? And maybe that's that guy's M.O. is like, he's like, dude, I know this is ridiculous. I'm going to say it. It is the most ridiculous shit in the world. Yeah. He's talking about, you know, getting this one pregnant and that one and all that. It's just he's out of control. Out of control. We should have that guy on the show. Ah, uh, it would be too much, man. It would really? Be, yeah. Tell him I'll much. talk to him on Yardbird Tuna. I don't think he would do it. Really? Honestly. That's he's, the problem, man. Some guys... This mic fucking freaks people out sometimes. Yeah, I don't think he would come out here and do it. I think he just, like, I think to, like, on the whole, he's not out there doing that to everybody he meets. He does it, like, in the comfort of the people in that, you know, in that Uh, little office. Like, so it'll be, like, me, my boy Matt, and, like, a couple other people that he's, like, he won't do it in front of other employees there. Like, he just does it with us. Ah, maybe he knows you got a good sense of humor. Oh, yeah, and he's great. Dude, he's fucking hilarious. Hilarious, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's my boy, though. All right, guys. Well, we've we've reached the end of the rope here. This is the last episode of Every Third Sunday. Every... Let it die its death. Third Sunday. There's no more. It was a pleasure, and now we're moving on to bigger and better things. Funner things. Funner things. Yeah. You know? So, uh... Stay tuned. If you're, if you're following the show, you don't have to do nothing. But what you could do is really help us out and and put us out there. Share it with your friends, your family, your fucking enemies. Share this episode. Share this episode. (laughs) If you know any white supremacist uh, trans persons, let them know that we would like like for them to follow us. We're talking to them as individuals. (laughs) Out of control. Yeah, man. This one was a lot. I love it. Should we even put this out? Hell yeah. Yeah. Fucking right. Oof. And we're going to end it on this. Mm-hmm.